Welcome to the Mastivize Fast 5 MedTech News Podcast, the show that keeps you up to date on the latest breakthroughs in medical technology with the top five news stories to get your day started. I'm your host, Danielle Kirsch. Today I'm joined by my co-host, Sean Hooley. BCIs and surgical robotics are in the news again this week. So, Sean, what are we going to talk about today? Well, today we'll talk about a funding round for virtual incision, Moon Surgical's latest regulatory nod, an IDE approval for Orchestra Biomed, a breakthrough nod for in-brain neuroelectronics, and Boston Scientific's $850 million acquisition. So let's talk about all the surgical robotics first. Yeah, well, first, Virtual Incision has added $30 million in funding for its miniaturized surgical robot, adds to a $46 million round announced nearly two years ago, all part of the same Series C. What does the company's surgical robot do? So the Mira surgical system was designed to address the limitations of traditional robotic-assisted mainframe machines. It miniaturized and simplified the soft tissue robotics platform to make it more accessible, easy to use, and easy to adopt. This mini RAS, or mini robot-assisted surgery technology, aims to deliver the capabilities of traditional robots in a form factor small enough to fit into a surgical tray. And this compact design could expand robot-assisted surgery to patients without access today. What does the company plan to do with the $30 million in proceeds? company plans to use $30 million extension to support its operations, it said well into 2025, as well as to support the miniaturized surgical robot. The plans to use the investment include supporting the mission through a gynecologic clinical study planned for next year. It also plans to continue developing a smaller iteration of the mini robot to enable additional general surgery applications. The company has earmarked first in human studies on that front next year. What are executives saying? John Murphy, president and CEO of Virtual Incision, said this financing, particularly in the current fundraising environment, is a significant affirmation of the promise Virtual Incision offers to both patients and shareholders. And what's the second surgical robotics news that we have? Moon Surgical won CE Mark for its updated Maestro Surgical Robot. So the company made a few tweaks to the platform to enhance it and can now commercialize the latest version in Europe. What is this surgical robot designed for? So... The way Moon Surgical describes it is that it acts as a surgical assistant to augment the precision and control of laparoscopic surgery. It's a small, adaptable system that can integrate into clinical workflows, features capabilities that bolster operating room efficiency and allow for alternative labor models. The updated version features enhanced scalability and refined aesthetics, cloud connection capabilities, automated setup with bedside guidance and tailored surgeon configurations. So a lot of you know, little tweaks that can take it a long way. I know we've talked about Moon Surgical before on this podcast. So what kind of other regulatory nods does the system have already? Well, it's only a few months, really. It, it, it received CE Mark for the first iteration in April. So it's still, you know, making its way through the regulatory rounds, but already it's uh, been updated and cleared in Europe. Are executives optimistic about the device and its future? Yeah, Ann Osdott, the CEO of Moon Surgical, said that the latest evolution of Maestro focuses on manufacturing scalability together with increased capability and has simplified both usability and training, and it integrates seamlessly into OR workflows while giving surgeons more confidence and delivering an improved surgical experience. We should point out that the CEO of Moon Surgical will be at Device Talks West in October. But what's the next thing that we should know for today? The next thing is that the FDA granted investigational device exemption to Orchestra Biomed for its cardiac neuromod trial in pacemaker patients. 
This brings the technology, which Medtronic actually has the rights to commercialize if approved, one step closer to the market. What will this clinical trial evaluate? So the Global Multicenter Perspective Randomized Double-Blind Study investigates the efficacy and safety of AVIM therapy, which is what Orchestra Biomed develops, evaluates patients who recently underwent a Medtronic dual-chamber cardiac pacemaker implant. Those subjects have uncontrolled hypertension despite the use of antihypertensive medications. So the study will randomize 500 patients one-to-one to receiving this treatment, along with continued medical therapy and pacing or just continued medical therapy and pacing alone, which is the control. So tell us a little bit about what this device is that they're evaluating and what it's designed to do. The backbeat device uses that AVIM, atrioventricular interval modulation therapy, to treat hypertensive patients indicated for a dual chamber cardiac pacemaker. So what do executives think about the future of this technology? David Hockman, chair, CEO, and founder, said that achieving this milestone just a little over a year after starting a strategic collaboration with Medtronic is a significant accomplishment for the company. He said they believe the innovative therapy has the potential to substantially improve the standard of care for hypertensive pacemaker patients, and they look forward to initiating the study before the end of 2023. What's the next thing that we should know? InBrain Neuroelectronics won an FDA breakthrough nod for its intelligent network modulation system. It's a really intriguing, ultra-thin material that comprises this brain technology, which now joins the ever-growing list of innovative neuroimplants in the BCI space. How does this intelligent network modulation system work? So the company describes it as harnessing the power of graphene, a two-dimensional material made of a lattice of carbon atoms. It's super thin, but the company says it's stronger than steel, and it utilizes a combination of electrical and mechanical properties to modulate the brain. And what is it designed for? So it enables ultra-high signal resolution using machine learning software to decode therapy-specific biomarkers and then deliver highly focused adaptive neuroelectric therapy that rebalances pathological neural networks. So it could decode and modulate brain activity and use AI to trigger adaptive responses for personalized neurological treatment. With the breakthrough nod, the company is working towards an indication in treating Parkinson's. Uh, It also notes epilepsy and speech impairment as potential target areas. What do experts think about this technology? Helen Bronte-Stewart, a professor of neurology and neurological sciences at Stanford, said in-brain's interfaces and associated network platform could vastly improve the precision, efficiency, and efficacy of deep brain stimulation and modulation. She called the technology a potential paradigm shift in the scope of neuromod for people with Parkinson's and also noted the potential for the treatment of other neuropsychiatric diseases. What's the last thing that we should know for today? Last thing is a big acquisition. Boston Scientific announced its plan to acquire nerve ablation tech developer Relievant Med Systems for $850 million. So more ablation news for Boston Scientific. We've certainly had a lot in terms of pulse field and cryoablation recently, but this is a different kind and one that could actually boost its neuromodulation business. So you mentioned that the company does ablation. What else does Relievant do? Well, Relievant developed and commercialized the intracept intraosseous nerve ablation system for treating chronic pain. So it's a minimally invasive, FDA-cleared, same-day outpatient procedure that treats chronic lower back pain. It utilizes targeted radio frequency energy, similar to normal cardiac ablation, but it ablates the basovertebral nerve, BVN, stops the nerve from transmitting pain signals to the brain, and it takes about one hour to perform. How does this acquisition support Boston Scientific's 
existing businesses. According to Jim Cassidy, the president of Neuromod at Boston Scientific, the company anticipates that this novel clinically backed technology could support its category leadership strategy while expanding access to care for individuals who need personalized treatment. What are some of the financial details of this deal and what do analysts think about it? So the deal includes an upfront cash payment of $850 million. Additional payments are contingent on sales performance over the next three years. Boston Scientific expects to close the deal in the first half of next year, and it anticipates more than $70 million in sales generated by Relievant in 2023. It expects year-over-year growth to eclipse 50% in 2024, so a lot of growth already anticipated. Analysts roundly positive about this move. Uh, BTIG analysts maintain their buy rating saying that the reach of Relievant, which has seen its intercept system used to treat more than 10,000 patients commercially and also has reimbursement options through Medicare and number of commercial plans, could really bolster Boston Scientific's Neuromod business amid what they call the stall in recent quarters. They also expect more details from Boston Scientific at its investor day, which time of recording is tomorrow, but day this comes out is today, September 20th. Truist analysts Richard Neuiter and Samuel Brodowski and Lin Zhang also responded positively, saying that strategically they see a deal of this type and size being right in Boston Scientific's wheelhouse as a high-growth margin accredited asset that the company can leverage. That's all the news that we have for today. And thank you, Sean, for bringing us all this news today. My pleasure. As always, read more on the Mass Device website and check out the show notes at massdevice.com slash podcast. Connect with us online. I'm on LinkedIn at Danielle Kirsch, K-I-R-S-H. How about you, Sean? You can find me on LinkedIn, Sean, S-E-A-N, Hooli, W-H-O-O-L-E-Y. Subscribe to the Mass Device Fast Five wherever you listen to podcasts and share this episode. Join us tomorrow for your daily MedTech News Roundup. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.